There it is. There it is. We're golden. Yeah, we're good. Okay. All right. So welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode one thirteen slash live four. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We'll we'll get that. We'll get that number down. <laughs> uh. So. A lot of things going on this week, but we actually have some really interesting stories to tell, I think, and things to discuss. Um, but first, we're going to do a patented, well, Matt's going to do a patented God Mode Unlocked taste test here. So, Matt has a cold can of Sonic Peach Rings G Fuel. He's never had G Fuel before. You guys know G that Fuel I love virgin. G Fuel. G Fuel Virgin right here. As he shakes it up so it explodes in his... <laughs> yeah. Doing it, doing it for the, doing it for the gram. Yeah, do it. Do it. Great content there. So uh, this is the new Sonic Peach Rings flavor. We have so many Sega jokes on the show. I've been saying that this is the best. This flavor of G Fuel, which they have really nothing to do with, other than signing off on it, is the best thing that Sega has done in the last 15 years. So Matt's gonna well, open the can. What? That's not a very. That's not a very high bar to clear. Yeah, it's setting the bar pretty low. Um, but Matt's gonna try it. Do it slow. <laughs> wasn't nice, sure. Nice. So I thought maybe it was going to be a bomb. A shotgun. I wanted, to, I, I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to do it like a sports, sports commercial. You got to open, you got to put a hole in it. Mm. Good, yeah, it's it? good. I told you. Yeah. Buy G Fuel now. Using, Link down below. Using code Mayor. Thirty uh, percent off right now, by the way. Um, all right, so let's move on to our first and probably the biggest. We always try to start with our most widespread, like the, the biggest overarching uh, story. Oh, yeah. And this week, it is actually the FCC, and who I have, you know, I was trying to think of a way to describe this guy, and I've decided that he is. What uh, I'm going to call him the the tech industry's biggest villain. And that is uh, a jet pie. <laughs> so this week, he uh, he announced that uh, it's called Section 230, which basically waives liability for websites, online platforms, anything, any online entity. It waives liability for user-generated content. I, I assume this would apply, you know, it's really, this is aimed at, social media more than anything but it concerns any type of online business even gaming really for that matter because you could stretch it to how how responsible is you know call of duty for their their players chat in game or counter-strike sprays on the wall i think if that doesn't exist anymore but i'm sure matt and i can remember some of the sprays oh, that used to be on yeah, the wall the golden years yeah, yeah. It wasn't always the most kid-friendly game. That doesn't happen anymore, I don't think. No. But no. Uh, this is mainly aimed at social media uh, websites, you know, and, and the big, the centerpiece driving this, I think, is um, political entities, parties, individuals, uh, organizations saying that, you know, they are being censored or uh, gatekept by... You know, social media platform holders and but it, it strikes the question of where does the line lay how where is the bar and uh 
there's a very double-edged sword here. So what are you, what's your, what's your thoughts on this to start things? My thoughts are G Fuel is amazing. Buy G Fuel now. <laughs> I told you. Um, I'm sorry, what, what, was, what is it exactly that they're doing? So they're, they're holding them liable for whatever happens in the game? No, no, no. So this is the FCC taking, they want to, they're going to, they're going to interpret this rule that was passed during the nineties, which waived liability for like websites or platform holders. So like it waived liability again, you know, Facebook is not liable, for example, for what Matt Bronson and Ryan Reynolds post on there. And we are, we are totally, Facebook is totally lucky them. Well, that's the law right now, but yeah, what, what Ajit Pai is saying is we're going to reinterpret this, which highly makes you highly suspicious of we want to change this. Yeah. So, so, so if they're not liable right now, is he going to say that they are liable going forward? Well, that's, that's the question. And, and it strikes a very big, really wide reaching argument, you know, like how responsible is, Twitter for what people put on their website and what they allow on their website. And is this, is this, should websites be moderated kind of by the market? You know, what, what's the demand for this type of content on the internet or should, should the government, the federal government more specifically kind of set down. boundaries? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, my first thought, my first thought on this was I, I'm generally against any kind of government censorship for anything on the internet. That's my I general. Agree. Yeah. But then, you know, there, somebody was like, well, you know, like 4chan is poisoning our children, <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah. well, I, I, I get it. Like, I get what you're saying. But yeah. I mean, but yeah, this isn't really a new debate. Yeah. No, not I at mean, all. This is, this has been going on every generation yeah. for probably since the dawn of time, honestly. Um, here's the thing. I, I know it's, it's, it's different and it's, it's probably worse than it's ever been. Yeah. They probably say this every generation. It's that's worse true. than it's that, ever that, been. I guarantee that's true. But, you know, I mean, if, if this had gone through like a, a generation or two ago, you want to have rock and roll. You know, yeah, you would have rock like they would have stomped out rock and roll right away if they could. You know, yeah. Well, they when tried rock it, and roll came out. They tried it with yeah. uh, rap in the early '90s too. Same, yeah. guy, same yeah. idea. And uh, they had it for comic books, and and I mean, we we sort of have it for video games, and, and I guess it works. You know, we have a well, rating. It's just system. a rating system. That's okay. You know, it works. It's a movie rating system. You know, like yeah. Well, I mean, it, in the end, when it when it sort of functioned the same, except now, like they'll be monetarily liable for whatever. Well, happens. I guess that's another good question too. The devil's in the details. It is when you say they're going to be held liable. I think this is what I would expect to happen if this were to get you know changed or reinterpreted or repealed or whatever. No website in their right mind is actually going to allow content on there that's going to get them uh, fined, uh, put on some blacklist. I mean, no no commercial website would allow that. So what yeah. it would what it would create is widespread censorship because yeah. they would just they would just put 
algorithms in place like they have in China, probably, uh, that just automatically destroy any type of content that is, you know, what, what they deem, and by, by they, I would mean in this case, the government, in a, inappropriate. Yeah. And, you know, there is plenty of content that's inappropriate that does deserve to be moderated and kept away from, you know, the mainstream. Um, but you just don't, you, whenever you cross that line of the government doing it, it's such a scary thing because, you know, it starts, know. it starts with good intentions, right? Like we don't want, exactly. uh, no, I don't know, violent or pornographic. I'm just trying to think of things that get censored material yeah. being put on this, this website or that website. That's how it starts. Well, then it goes to, well, we don't want, you know, unpatriotic material being put on this website we don't want exactly uh you know whatever and, and then and then it's all websites and then it's it's just a mess it's just a mess i, I well i can't stand this egypt pie guy i he's the worst i i would i would yeah I well i mean I, go. I think you gotta you gotta understand if you create the system it just matters who's in charge of the yeah, system and right, right now i need to you know i'll remind you that donald trump is in charge of the system and yeah you know i mean so the more power you want to give to the system you just need to realize that eventually you know maybe somebody you disagree with like donald trump will come to power or or somebody and now down the road now like now he gets years, the wheel 50 years from now exactly you exactly. don't know what's it gonna could happen be somebody worse so it is it's it's low-hanging fruit to say, okay, let's just get rid of the bad stuff. But, you know, it, it, it's a dangerous, slippery slope. Yeah. And it, what it really goes back to is there's been a lot of conservatives in particular right now. And, you know, conservatives are, like, as you say, in power right now. So, you yeah. know, they're, they're pointing to, you know, they're, they're being sent, their ideas are being censored on Twitter. They, they say, Alex Jones has been claiming this, you know, <laughs> virtually every platform has kicked Alex Jones off. Oh, he kind of yeah. started this, you know, conservatives are being yeah. censored. We're being censored. And then Trump. Alex Jones it. deserves to be censored. Yeah. Well, yeah. And see, that's kind of the thing. Like, like, you know, those platform holders decided individually that they didn't want him on their platform. That was their decision. Well, that's fine. No, that's you know, not, I, I got, I got to walk that back. I got to walk that back. I was really just kidding there. Um, I mean, Alex Jones is a piece of crap. There, there's no <laughs> way around that. But um, even then, I, I still believe that the individual should choose, you know, like you should choose, I should choose what I want to see, what I don't want to see. Yeah. But and in a public space like Twitter, you know, I mean, like, I think you got to let them on up to a point, up, I, up I, to a, I a certain he, point. I think he... I can't remember if he's been flat out banned from tweeting. I know like all of his shows, like his show is not broadcast anymore. I don't know if he's banned from Twitter altogether. He might be. I have no, literally have no idea. But um, that's the thing. I would rather prefer that platform holders, it does put a lot of power in the hands of platform holders. And that's potentially dangerous too. Because, you know, if you get... If that if you have the whole world as your audience on Facebook, for example, well then they can tilt people in one direction very easily, and that is a valid question. But it's like, well, where would you rather that power lie with individual platforms, which are driven by users, 
people or the government. And exactly, I, I even though there's dangers to it being individual driven as well. Uh, I mean, look what's happened to Facebook in, in the last five years. People have drip, have left that platform in droves because they're not they don't like what the platform is doing. Whereas yeah. if it's a government solution, there's no walking away there's from. There's nowhere it. to go. No, yeah. no, it's, it's yep. You're stuck with it. Yeah, that, and that's exactly it. I mean, like you can you can like I I don't believe anybody on Twitter is actually a real human at this point. <laughs> I always assume everyone is a bot. Um, and so I don't spend much time on Twitter besides maybe like breaking news. I'll, I'll check. That's it what Twitter that. is great. It is, yeah. I use it as a news and an actual news. That's what it is for me. Exactly. So I think, you know, it, it, the individual has to take the responsibility on to say like, yeah. okay, this place is usually toxic. I'm it's not, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll get my news from there, but then I'm out of here. You know, and I yeah. think it's just better that way. Yeah. Nothing's um, perfect. No, that's that. I mean, what we see on the internet as a reflection. I I think one of the one of the hardest lessons that I've had to learn over the last five years or so is that, you know, more and more we are just seeing reflections of humans ourselves. Yeah. That's what the internet exactly. has allowed for. And uh, sometimes that's not a very pretty picture, and it's hard well, to accept. Like, isn't it? Isn't it kind of interesting? There's this I think many it, people who believe this, you know, like it's it's not just it's not just a reflection of us. I think I think it's a reflection of us as we would act without, like, you, you know, without the threat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Without the threat of like violence or whatever. If we were truly free to speak our mind, this is what we would be. Yeah, when you live in but a, that's it. Back in the day, just kind of a. You only had to worry about what your friends, family, and your neighbors thought about you. So yeah. if, if you were three states away, you could do whatever you wanted. And well, I mean, it's not, e- it's not even just that. I mean, like, it would, it's one thing to have your friends over or your neighbors over in, in your living room and then insult them right there. Yeah, yeah. And it's another thing just to insult them on Facebook. You yeah. know, like, it's, for the it's whole much world, easier. For the whole world to see. Yeah, it's much easier, though, to... Just sit there and type on your keyboard. You know, you suck. Yeah. Get lost. Yeah. <laughs> then it is to have them come over to your house, sit sit in your chair. And you know, the whole you suck, the off. entire plot of that movie Guns Akimbo with uh, Daniel Radcliffe yeah. starts with yeah. exactly that. He he's an online troll, and he's trolling like the wrong people, <laughs> who are like actually yeah. like dangerous people, and they come over to his house, and it becomes very real very quickly, and it's still yeah. like way over the exactly. top, but. You get the point. Like in the beginning, he's like, "I'm such, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a warrior when I go to my keyboard, and you know, like I can I can destroy <laughs> people warrior. like anybody else." Rise you know, up. And when it comes to actual fighting, you know, he finds out, "Oh my God, I know, this is a bad idea." <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. So Phil Spencer did a lot of talking this week uh, about xbox the xbox ecosystem the gaming industry and there was a lot of really good tidbits here so i'm going to go through a few and we can talk about them so first of all he did say that he did they do not need to put bethesda games on any other platform for this deal to work out which i basically assume is saying we're not putting bethesda games on any other platform there it is elder scrolls fallout um whatever 
exclusive Doom. on Xbox. Doom, Doom yeah. But and PC. But um But they they have an out with that. And console this is, exclusive. This is so genius though. Because like you said, they cannot do this wrong. Because that no. means either, you know, PlayStation, Nintendo, whoever, Apple do not get those games. Or they can get those games if they allow Xbox Game Pass on their platform. Which yep. Microsoft wins big if that happens. Yep. So the question is, will they? Do I mean, you, do you it, think they will? It, I don't think Nintendo such, will. No way. It's such a it's such a win-win situation for Microsoft right now. I, I don't see how they can lose right now. Uh, you know, like we we've already said once um, that. I mean, I, I was looking at a screenshot as Sony was showing off their UI, and it, it had uh, an advertisement for Sackboy's Magical Adventure or whatever it's called. <laughs> And uh, the screenshot said seventy nine ninety nine, seventy nine ninety nine, and I was looked, I was just like, wow, you know, like what a great time to start this. You're yeah. going up against the, the Netflix of games, fifteen dollars you know, a month. You can have it for really seven dollars a month if you look for deals, or a dollar uh, at times. Yeah, so, and and you're pulling out eighty dollars Sackboy Adventures. You played yourself, Sony. You played yourself. Well, and that's what, you know, I, I I know I text you a little bit about this. I made a video this week about uh, Luna, Amazon's Luna, and which is integrated into Twitch. And I was saying how big a deal this is for, for live streamers because uh, you'll, you'll basically be able to sell games through your channel. And I think Luna could incentivize streamers if they click the game on your channel and they start playing it, you, know, you as a streamer could get a kickback from that. And uh, you know, th- this whole pl- look watching streams and then instantly playing a game via b- a cloud subscription service. And, I, and you know, all these Stadia stands came out of the woodwork bashing me. Uh, and, th- and they're like, you know, why is this a big deal that you have to buy games on Stadia? People have been buying games for 30 years. This is not a big deal at all. And I'm like, you're talking about seventy dollars for dollars for one game, versus fifteen dollars or less a month for a, a wealth of games, and all so, of them, every single one of them. No, no, these services aren't going anywhere. They're trash. They're so limited, and it's like, well, some of them are limited because they're just starting. But even two years from now, look how far Game Pass has come in what two years? Yeah, it it, it blows my mind. And I mean, if you go back and you look at Netflix, you look at Netflix when it started, it was pure trash. Oh, I mean, I'm it was sure. wall to wall. I mean, it's 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 like ninety percent trash now, but it's come a long way. <laughs> yeah. It's come oh, a yeah. long way. There's tons. There, there's always something to watch on there. Always. Yeah. So and... I mean, but if you look at where Game Pass started, Game Pass is light years ahead of where Netflix started. So. Oh yeah. And I, I think it's really. There's no question that Game Pass is the best service for cloud oh. streaming or, or just gaming in general. No, and, and it's just there. getting started. That's the thing. This yeah. is just starting, and they are miles ahead of Luna or Stadia. And what yeah. I what I was saying to these people on Twitter, these Stadia stands, and I, I by the way, I do think Stadia could, in, in within a year, turn that whole thing around with a few small changes. So I don't think that Stadia is like dead or just you know it's not 
it's not doing well, but I think they can turn it around because Google has lots of money. But the, the proud nation of Stadia Stan. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, but what what I was saying is like you got to think of these are all people on Twitter. You know, they're probably 30, 40, 50 year olds who have money. Like think about those, you know, those gamers, those five, 10, 15 year old gamers. They can't pay $70 for the new whatever game on any platform exactly. 10 times a year. They may not be able to buy two or three games. Or if you're relying on your parents, your parents aren't going to fork out. You know, they're not going to buy you 10 games a year. If they're gamers too, then you might get really lucky because they'll pick up a lot of games yeah. themselves. But I'm like, but compare that to, hey, mom, can I, you know, get $15 a month to, to have an access to 200 games? You'll never need to buy me anything. Exactly. Like, yeah, I think, I think, I think parents are going to flip for that. They're going to be like, what? You get how many games for 10 bucks a month? I'm, um, I'll never forget this. I might have told you this story before. My, my father, I remember, was really fascinated way back in the day with demo discs. Because he was like, yeah. he, he's like, well, every time you get one of these demo discs, you get to play like eight games. Like, that's cool. Like, like from a parental perspective, he was like, well, if, you, if I buy you one game and you don't like it, then, well, you know, I wasted my yeah, money. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, Game Pass. Actually, let's switch to Stadia for a second. Do you think, like, parents will have an issue um, paying $60 for a game that their kid won't actually physically own? Do you think, like, not having the disc, not having the case? Because, like, what, when I tell people... When I tell people I buy movies on Amazon or Apple, yeah. like they look at me you're like insane. I have three. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, and I'm one of those why, people why would you who, do tell you, who tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now that now that you know kids are asking to buy sixty, seventy, eighty dollar games on you know Google Stadia, where where they don't even have the game to download to a console, do mm-hmm. you think parents are gonna be like, no way? Like, why, why? It depends. If it's a very tech-savvy parent or a very traditional parent, maybe. I think they'll be... I, I don't know. It, it's weird because, you know, our generation is parents now. So we are going to be... We are more tech-savvy parents. So we can easily decipher what's happening. Whereas, yeah, you know, if you're 50 right now, um, maybe not. You know, if you had, if you had your kid when you were... 40 years old or, or whatever you you might not you know you're not going to be cloud yeah cloud you're going to be like what the heck is this what? and i don't mean to speak for i don't mean to bash you know older parents at all or anything but it's just human nature tend to be younger people tend to be more tech savvy than older yeah yeah so one of the other things that phil spencer said which is very interesting and i think he said this uh he set an expectation very well he said releasing games on Switch is unsustainable and that they do not they do not want to do it anymore. What do you make of that comment? This one surprised me. This this one surprised me because I really thought Phil was trying to court Nintendo for some sort of alliance or partnership, but maybe maybe um, you know, maybe Game Pass is doing so well that he he's abandoning that idea. 
I mean, do you agree? Didn't it seem like for a while there they were really trying to court Nintendo for some sort of it definitely well deal? I think what they were doing is they first started putting games on Switch because their idea was we want the Xbox ecosystem everywhere. So yeah. I think this is a two part two part uh comment by him. So first of all, I mean maybe it's true, you know, um they're not selling enough. You know, the, the people have long said the Switch market is pretty saturated. There's a lot of games not getting noticed on there now. At first, indies were getting picked up left and right on there. And now they're saying, well, our games are so buried, they don't even get found. Um, so that yeah. might be part of it. But what I, I think the other part of it is they, they're probably looking at it and say, okay, we dipped our toe in the water. We showed Nintendo we're willing to play ball. We want to be on their platform. We are not going to put our games on your platform because what we really want is Game Pass. So we're not going to hand you our games. It's, it's this or nothing. Either you want Game Pass on Nintendo Switch or you don't get our games. I, I think I think it's more about that than, you know, just releasing games on Switch. It's like, well, we're not going to give you a few. It's you get yeah. our service or you get nothing. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think they're trying to get the whole service there. Yeah, and I, I do you think it'll happen? I don't. I don't think it'll. I don't think Nintendo. Nintendo is no. the worst. Nintendo, Nintendo, and Sony. I don't feel that will ever happen, ever. But but Nintendo in particular, they're really bad about <laughs> getting with the times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I mean, it took them five years to get the Minecraft dude in Smash. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how long it would take them to get Game Pass on there? <laughs> Yeah, I think they just caught up with dial-up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank is back and says he can finally see Matt better, so that's good news. Good good feedback on your lighting. And camera yeah, just in, time, just in time for my G Fuel plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Code Mayor. Code Mayor. So, Bill also said this one probably won't go very long, but Bill said he played Halo Infinite last week. Last week, Still has no release date, and they actually are considering releasing the single player and multiplayer separate. And I, what do you think is if, is that a good idea? Yes or no? Okay, so let's say that they release them separately. Yeah. Which one do you think gets released first? I'm that's, guessing that's, multiplayer. That's my. I'm guessing multiplayer. I think if they release the multiplayer first, they're fine. I think that'd be a wise yeah. move to get the game out yeah. sooner. Yeah. That's fine. Because I think the single player is the holdup, right? We don't know, but I would assume so. If they release single player without multiplayer, I think it's a massive mistake. I would rather see them delay the whole game again than release single player without the multiplayer. If they release multiplayer, I think it's okay. Yeah, and I hope they do because I I, 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 I want to play that. I, I want to play that. Well, and it gives their console, their next-gen console, that first must-own game. You yeah, know. imagine how good it's gonna feel to boot up Halo Tons. for for no a, a new Halo game for no cost. Yeah, no cost. Like it's and, just there. And tons of games release multiplayer only. That's fine. You know, there's tons of games yeah. that have no campaign at all. Yeah, they should do this. If they release Halo without no multiplayer, it'll be hard enough not having single player there on day one. But if they did it just single player with no multiplayer, I feel like they could launch the multiplayer probably like in January, like really yeah. quickly. They should. 
And I, I, I'm surprised there's even a debate. Because they can hold the campaign get, as long as they want, really. Well, I mean, think about it. You can get twice the pop out of one game. You know, I mean, you're going to get one big pop, but now you get two two big pops. That's probably, true, too. That's true, too. You release, you, you release the multiplayer game, people are going to go crazy. And then you release the single player game, people are going to go crazy. Point. So, so why, why not do that? I mean, you're, you're, you're trying to support a streaming service that needs like monthly content. uh, content. Yeah. So by breaking it up, you've essentially created two months at least uh, worth of exciting new content. So Uh, Frank says, Halo going to die in the first week after release. Believe in me. (laughs) I do. I disagree. No, I think infinite infinite is, the reemergence of the series. That's the yes. This is the comeback. The comeback trail. You know, you got buy low, sell high. You know what they could also do is if the multiplayer drops and it's really great, then if the single player flops, nobody cares <laughs> because they've yeah, already exactly. established Halo's back. Halo's great. Yeah. No big deal. Um, here was a really interesting one. Uh, Phil said that a new banjo game or a new conquer game is up to rare. And so it's never happening. Well, that's what do you think the chances are we get one? And then which one would you rather see? Do you think, do you think it's a a situation where there's new blood at rare? Yes. And so they're, so they're, they're afraid to touch the old stuff because like it's, it's held in such high regard that there's no possible way that they can live up to it. I don't know if it's the fact that they're afraid or if they just have different interests. Because the stuff that they're That's developing, true. I mean, you look at Sea of Thieves, open world social game. You look at Everwild, seems to be open world, large scale, uh, Zelda style uh, game. Uh, you know, they pawned off Battletoads to another developer. Um, I, I think, if anything, they should just sign off on that. Let bring in some other developer, let them take a crack. Yeah, you know, some indie well, studio kind of thing. Well, well, how about Double Fine? Double Fine. Hey, after you guys are done with Psychonauts 2, why don't you make a new banjo? That would be incredible, but Double Fine's also so uh, creative. I don't know if they would want to you mm-hmm. know, take somebody else's. Because, you know, Psychonauts is a platformer. And it's a really exactly. creative one. So would they want to do another platformer? Yeah. But I mean, like, they'd at least they'd be great at it, though. They'd be great exactly. at it. Exactly. They, they've established that they know how to do a platformer in modern times, which is, you know, it's a little bit more challenging, I think. You know, it used to be you could put out a platformer yeah. and it would sell, you know, like, it would just sell. It was automatic. But I, it's not really that way anymore. It's not It's not the uh, the power genre that it once was. No, and I think 3D platformers are really, really hard to get right, too. It's not like... Yeah. Yeah, it's not like 2D platformers. Um, I would rather see a, a new Conquer at this point. I don't know what yeah. they could do with Banjo, really. I'm not saying I don't want to see a new one, but how much further can you push that concept? You know, like they I need to. A... Sorry, finish your no, thought. I, I just you know, Con- Conquer lends itself so well because they can not only from a gameplay perspective and the character, but it was full of pop culture references and memes. So to see a yeah. new Conquer do that again, like 20 years later, yeah. you could do a new one every 10 years and you have fresh material. Like you could just... Exactly. That exactly. would be part of the it could be, It could be their commentary on like, you know, modern times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would work well. Um, 
I, I forgot what I was going to say anyway. Probably another G Phil plug. Um, yep. So the iPhone 12 was announced this week. Well, the iPhone 12s, because I think there's literally 12 different models. I don't quite. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they also announced that League of Legends is coming to iOS, which is good news for iOS. But um, this was an example of what we've been talking about, where I feel like they were forced because they're, you know, they were, it was initially announced for consoles. It was on going to be on Android. It's already on PC. It was coming everywhere except iOS. And then, you know, Apple turns around and makes this like, oh, look at us. We're bringing League of Legends to iOS. But this is one of those things where I've been saying this is what they run risk of. They're going to be on an island. They'd be the only platform without these big things happening, big games or big yeah. services. Yeah. But what did you make? Well, I mean, they've always they've always been that way. Yeah. But what what did well, you? Well, what did I make of it? Yeah, the iPhone 12, all of it. Like, what was your takeaway? Um, you're an iPhone guy, right? Oh yeah, I'm a big, big, big iPhone guy now. Um, it was pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I think the uh, the MagSafe that's going to be the new hot thing that everybody's going to have to get. Uh, you probably don't even know what it is because you probably didn't watch it, did you? You have to pay seven hundred dollars for some proprietary part. Yes, <laughs> for 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 wheels for your computer, seven hundred dollars. Um, no, actually, they they um they put like a really strong magnet on the back of the uh, the new iPhones, so you can clip stuff to the back via the magnet. Like they showed off like, like a, a wallet, a wallet, a charger, a, a case. Yeah, exactly. Switchblade. So, <laughs> a Glock. So, yeah. Um, so I think that'll be the new, the new big thing. But uh, other than that, you know, it's just a another year for iPhone. No, it, it, it is getting a little stale. I think we need something to shake it up. It's kind of like gaming, where it, you know, every every new generation, you sort of, you sort of know what to expect at this yeah. point. There's no more, there's no more real big surprises left yeah. out there. Uh, until you know but maybe you know, for gaming it's going to be vr for apple god knows what it'll be to shake it up uh as far as the gaming th- doesn't it feel like apple arcade felt like apple's version of games for windows you remember that how microsoft that, like, we're gonna program? be yeah <laughs> do you remember how how microsoft was like we're serious about gaming we're serious about gaming here's games for windows and everybody's like, what, what the hell is this, you know? And it failed. It failed real quick. Apple Arcade has failed real quick. But, I, you know, I think Microsoft proved that they're willing to stick with it and make it work. Yeah. And I got a feeling you're going to see Apple do the same thing. And, and this time they're going to stick with it until it works. So, well, Devolver you know, that's kind of exciting. That's kind of interesting. Devolver announced the new Apple Arcade game this week, which uh, it's it's part of that Reigns series, which I played the Reigns Game of Thrones game. This is like a futuristic, multi-dimensional one. Uh, we got a comment in chat that says iPhone chargers are the real cause of global warming. Uh, that's yeah. an interesting take. Um, but to me, I, I still don't know what Apple is doing. I, I, I can't get it out of my head now how easy it would be for Apple to blow up the number of, of gaming users within their ecosystem just by making Macs 
like a gaming device. Just yeah, there was there was rumors that they were going to do that. Can you even get Apple Arcade on a Mac? Yeah, you can. I think so. I don't know. I don't have a Mac yet. Yeah, that's that's my next purchase. But I'm waiting for the Apple Silicon. Oh. I don't even know what that is. No, do not. I don't follow anything Apple, really. Apple Arcade, you're, I keep You're either in the Apple sphere or not. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. I, I felt like this went over very, very quietly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Give me you the know Apple what you're going to get at this point. Apple, send me an Apple card with a $20,000 max that I don't need to pay back, and then I'll, then we, then we can talk. Uh... I just saw this very interesting comment from Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil. Just, I just saw this today. Uh, so he said that he felt that Resident Evil 3, Nemesis, should not have been Resident Evil 3. That he did not want it to be a numbered entry in the series. And that he felt that it was a low-quality game. Uh, and then he said that Code Veronica should have been a numbered entry in the series. That it was a higher-quality game. And uh, they couldn't make it a numbered entry in the series because of console manufacturer politics. And that's, this just the old school gamer in me just loves this. Because if I think I remember, Code Veronica was Dreamcast exclusive at first, right? Yeah. Well, did it, did it, did it actually arrive on the Saturn first and then no. move to Dreamcast? No, I was Dreamcast. Or did they just... Exclusive. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was definitely on Dreamcast, though. It, yeah. yeah. And, I think, and I, I think that's probably the sticking point. <laughs> I think Sony probably cried foul. Do not put exactly. Resident Evil 4 on the Dreamcast and and leave PlayStation without, you know, because at that point it would have been Resident Evil 4. And that's why they neither said, one okay, of us we'll drop the number. Ne- neither one of us have played it, right? I never played it, no. no I, re- I read the book in high school. There was a it was, it was. It was just on sale on Xbox, and I almost bought it. I, I wanted to buy it, but I had this fear that I couldn't appreciate it the way... They need it, to remake it. They need to remake yeah. it. it and it always sounded like one of the cooler Resident Evils. It's different, and I think that's why they're scared of it. Like, they don't want to go back and, like, you know, it's in, like, it's in like Antarctica or something, I think. And yeah, I, and, exactly. And I, don't, I don't think they want to, like... They feel like that's not within the identity of the franchise anymore. You know, it's all got to be, you know, in a city, dark. Yeah, either Raccoon City or dark villages, and you know. But when you look at RE Five, RE Five was in bright sunny Africa. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Frank also just made a good point, which I agree with, which is uh, going back to the rare thing. Really wishes they would release multiple new games this generation not just they've become you know this one big game kind of a generation thing and i wish they yeah, would like even I, just I a small be... team at rare just work on a new you know yeah i think you're going to be disappointed I because I, I don't see that happening i think it's going to be one big game you might get two it, it depends on how long the generation drags on for i think um, we could or get what two. you what you consider the generation because it's now long. As long as Everwild isn't like an MMO. Viva Pinata is a great example. They can make a new Viva Pinata probably with like 15 people. It wouldn't take. Wait, are we still talking Resident Evil or what are, what are we talking? Oh, he said Rare. He wants to see oh, okay. Rare make multiple new games like, oh. like a generation, not just one big game. 
Well, how many rare games did we get last gen? We got one. Sea of Thieves. We got Sea of Thieves. That's it? That's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, well, I guess we did. We got Killer Instinct, but that wasn't rare. No. Battle it's a real property. Rare. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we're rumor is we're going to get Perfect Dark, but not by rare. All right. The initiative. But I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, well, I'm okay I am too. With that. But it would be nice to see rare even make some smaller games. Yeah. This huge new idea. Yeah. I, I'm really scared about Everwild. Though, I don't know. I mean, it could be it could be like a Halo situation where, I mean, Halo, they didn't really know what that game was until they changed like, their mind a week five before times. it came yeah. out. Yeah. So, let's keep our fingers crossed. So, StarCraft 2 development has been discontinued at Blizzard. They're no longer actively developing StarCraft 2. And it just, it makes me wonder. StarCraft 2 is still huge. Still big and huge in esports. Do you think the RTS genre is just literally dead? Dead, yes. Dead, yes. And I'm a a big RTS fan. Why? You know that. I I don't quite understand why. I mean, are they even making new Warhammer RTSs? I don't think that. Well, I mean, I think think MOBA probably killed it. Uh, I mean, do they? I've never, you know me, I, I, I hate MOBAs. I've never played a MOBA. Do they sell the characters individually? Depends on the game. Some of them do. Well, then right there. Like right there's why. Because yeah. with an RTS, you're you're never gonna get the same ability to do that. Yeah. Like they tried they tried it with Halo Wars too, you know, like buy the expansion pack and you get you get these new generals, but who cares? You know, like Nobody in an cares. RTS, who yeah. cares who you're yeah. Who, when it, you know, nobody cares who your general is. But in a MOBA where you can actually sort of play the character, it, yeah. it means more. So I, I see why it's happening. but I really I hope, it. though, that the StarCraft 2 team is working on it. It could be Warcraft 4, it could be StarCraft 3, whatever. Because I do want to see that torch carried. And, and you know, yeah. I, I, it would be really sad to just see. Because there's, I mean, StarCraft 2 esports is huge. It's like yeah. that audience has to have something. You know, I, I read that they have esports in place for the next two years for StarCraft 2. So maybe what that means is two years from now, you'll get StarCraft 3 or WarCraft 4. And the other thing is, RTSs could be huge on mobile. It, it makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember that, that EA E3 demonstration where they had the two guys play Command and Conquer? Oh, my on, God. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, and it oh went on for like a, I don't know, like a half hour. It, and I was a huge Command & Conquer fan. Huge. I played every one as a kid. Red yeah. Alert, whatever. I played them all, and I loved them. Put hundreds of hours into that franchise. And then I watched that mobile presentation, and like a small part of me Really got out of here. It was so dumbed down. It was like, you're basically not even playing the game. That's mobile. That's no, mobile no, games. Some of the games you do... Dumbed down. Well... To some extent, but this was like you press one button like every like minute, and the whole thing about RTS is, you know, people who are really into like the analytics and esports will show you numbers where you take more actions per minute in an RTS than you do in a first-person shooter, which is which are considered like you know the most 
because you're just constantly you're managing 10 different things your base building your troops your positioning your movement your resources you know like it's it takes an insane amount of yeah i never i barely ever played rts's in multiplayer because i got destroyed i got killed by everybody i played against it was hard so i just hope the rts's well, and, and one more thought. Blizzard. One more. Cast yeah. Blizzard. Like, who else is it going to be? One one more thought on that, and that is, I love the StarCraft universe, and I think it's extremely underutilized. I don't know. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why they, they leave it for dead, but I, I think there's a lot more they could do there. Yeah. And uh, I also, I just got this idea. Remember the former... President and CEO of Blizzard just started a new company, like literally in the building yeah. next door to Blizzard. I would, I, I almost want to guarantee you that they, they have two games in development. I almost want to guarantee you that, that one of those games is an RTS because I could see that. Yeah. Like it's a game that they can make on the cheap with a small team. We'll make a new RTS to steal back our mantle because they're not doing anything with Warcraft from an RTS. Starcraft 2 is, is dead. So come over here, work for me, and we'll make the next big RTS franchise. I could totally see that. God yeah. Mode, God mode moment. Well, don't you think that, um, and we've seen this before, where they leave and they create a new company that's a lot like the old company. You know, obviously they liked what they were doing, but they just didn't like yeah. well, this, how, in this case, it's how it had to be done. It's Activision's yeah. fault. Yeah. You, know, you know that, what's that song? Is it by CCR or The Who? Meet the new boss. Same as, Same the, as old the old. Boss. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So now I'm calling. Perfect this... rendition, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that by? God mode moment. I don't know. I think it's, it's CCR or, the, or maybe it's Neil Young. I don't know. Nobody watching this show has any idea who any of those bands yeah, are. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now I have, you know, I've brought back this segment a few times and it's story time is what I'm calling it. It's it's the who, by the way. We get to talk about, okay, good. A few, uh, kind of random topics or tell us random story. So I'm going to go first. I know you want to talk about Genshin Impact to some extent. Yeah. Um, So I want to tell you specifically the story of when I sold my Switch because this is the most fitting story Anybody who's watched this show knows what I think of the Nintendo Switch. I I had a resentful relationship with it from the moment I got it. <laughs> so I finally pulled the trigger and I sold it this past week, okay? I put it on Craigslist. I sold it for 240 bucks. That's so a I, real Switch. I go, I go, I meet the guy to sell it, sell it to him. I'm expecting, like, I don't know, some parent or some, like, 18 oh, or oh, kid God. or college kid, right? So out of the vehicle gets uh, this. He's got long, slicked back hair, big like, big framed glasses, and a, and a British accent. And uh, a British accent. He came all the way from the UK <laughs> took a boat to buy your switch. No, he's a professor at Cornell. Okay. Oh, nice. And uh, you know we exchanged the money. He's like, can you just turn it on so I can see that it works. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Well, I turn it on. He gives me the money. I count the money everything you needs in there i promise you everything all i barely used it you know it's all good he's like okay that's good i only need it i only needed to prove that it 
need you to prove because it worked to begin with because I'm using this in our in our class we're taking it apart and we're going to put it together as something else nice <laughs> so they're destroying it he paid 240 dollars that you take it apart and use it as parts for something else and I just I couldn't stop laughing at the irony of so that that he, he, came, he, he came. bought it to destroy it he, he had to come all the way from Ithaca to buy a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, you can't find them. You can't find them. You can't find them. Nobody, wow. no, they're, they're out of stock everywhere. Yeah. And he said he's been trying to find one for months. And this was wow. the first one that he actually could get his hands on. But well, I, just, I, mean, I sent you the MPD numbers. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, flying, they're flying off the shelves right now. Yeah, and he probably wanted to pay less than full price. I, yeah, that too. Um, that too. But did, did you did you ask him like, is there going to be a YouTube channel or something where we no, can follow along and see no, what happens to your Nintendo clear. Switch? No, I really want to know what's going to happen to your Nintendo Switch. Well, he did he did make me sign a receipt uh, for because Cor- Cornell is going to reimburse him, and he's like, oh. I, I'm re- I really really am waiting for the college to question why I need to be reimbursed for buying a video game console. <laughs> But it's Cornell, he probably don't care. Like, yeah, whatever, take the money. Yeah, exactly, exactly, I don't care. But I just could not stop laughing at the irony that this guy bought my my Switch that I hated just to just absolutely destroy it. So I, I took some small I'm putting, I'm putting in a call. I'm putting in a call to Cornell tomorrow to see, to try and track down what's going to happen to your Nintendo <laughs> Switch. And then we're, we're going to report live here, From God Cornell. Mode Unlocked, live. They turned it into a yo-yo. Yeah. So you you want to talk game to impact? I, I think you turned it into a doorstop. So. Yeah, oh, pretty much. That's. Uh... <laughs> um, it, yeah, let's I, let's talk engine impact. I used it to charge my wireless headphones. That was the biggest thing I did with it. I plugged the yeah. USB cable in, and it had the same connector as my wireless headphones. So. Yeah. So, engine impact. Let's. The new let's biggest game in the world. I'm switching elsewhere. Um, PC and mobile, by the way, which is where it has the most players. You haven't played it, right? No. Are you going to play it? No. I've watched no. like 10 minutes of it. No. Uh, me neither. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not playing it. I, I played this game when it was called The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It was a good game. It was a good game. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk about this game is because Nintendo, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell, Nintendo? I, I mean, think about it. First of all, they, they shut down every fan project that even remotely resembles any of their games. Yes. And now, here here comes... Th- th- I sent you that video, right? Comparing the two? No, I didn't watch it if you did. I don't if you, I don't think you did, but I it's, didn't watch it. It's, it's, not, it's not just like a, a close resemblance. It's it's a straight up ripoff. It, well, it's it's, well, it's it's straight one to one. Let let me let me interject here, and I, I I would take the same point, but for a different reason. What the hell, Nintendo? Here is why Genshin yeah. Impact is a hit because it's a modern yes. video game. It's a looting game. Yes. It has an end game, like a repeatable end game, and it has co op that you can play with your friends. So there's an, yes. a social aspect to it. Nintendo is still making Zelda like it's 1987, but with better graphics. And as clever exactly. as it is, they're being held back by their own outdated well, features. And this was that was the second point I was going to make is 
the game, a game from a no-name Chinese developer, it looks better than your flagship on Zelda mobile. title. On mobile? Yeah. How does that happen? How, you know, when you when you made Wind Waker, and, that, and by the way, that's exactly the style they're using. I mean, it's, yeah. it's anime, but it's still the cel-shaded style. Yeah. How can you let somebody, A, come in and steal your game, and then reskin it and make it look better. How can how how does it happen? It, it, that's what I've been bashing them for is because they have so many franchises that just with simple modifications. I mean, obviously their games do very well. Let that let's not look past that. You know, Nintendo games still sell five to ten million copies, but if they just change their business model and change add new features, whatever they may be, online play, just modern game design. They could be even bigger. And that's... <laughs> Did you wear that on purpose? You, you thought you thought this this green was for the Xbox, but it's actually for Zelda. What does the green and Zelda green. have to do? Zelda's, or uh, Link's traditional costume. Oh, yeah, I guess. I thought you were going to tell me his eyes are green or something. No. <laughs> anyway, I, moving I think, on. I, think that, I just needed to get that off my we, chest. We, we're gonna stream this. We're gonna stream Genshin Impact together now uh, later this week, and just scream. Yeah, scream at Nintendo all the entire it, time. You gotta, you gotta see, you gotta see that video. It, it is amazing the degree that this company just straight up stole. Right I mean, Zelda, it's one to one every single thing. Zelda, and here's the thing: like, this is what is so. This is the tragedy of Nintendo, is there is so still so much creativity in that company, and they're you know they're just they're still inspiring the gaming industry. Boy, Sonic. But that's why it's so easy. I mean, Fall Guys was Mario Party and Battle Royale style. You know, Genshin Impact, Zelda, with loot and online co-op. You know, like everybody's just drinking their milkshake. You know. <laughs> Nintendo's, drinking their G fuel. They are, they are, and they're, they're doing it better, and that's what's sad. Um, all right. So this week we got rank them. So I hope you're prepared for that. We, for those of you who don't know, we have yes. to rank three things. Yes. No. This week we have a very special rank them. We have very special rank them. Uh, did you see in baseball? For the first time ever, a a, a batter named Will Smith. <laughs> hit a home run off of a pitcher named Will Smith. No, I think not. First, first, first time ever that a batter with the same name as the pitcher. What the hit hell? A home run. What is a rank them in this? What the well, heck is so, this? So, 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 in honor of the of Will, Will Smith, Smith movies, we're we're gonna rank Will. Well, no, we're gonna we're gonna do the best of Will Smith's movies, and then we're gonna do the worst of his music. Since, since he worst. hit a home run, I mean, there's there's not a good song there. Since since he hit a home run and and the pitcher gave up a home run, we got to do the best and the worst of Will Smith. Okay. So so here they are for the movies. I feel like I got to look at IMDb. Oh, you're gonna, gonna give movies, me three? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, gonna give good, you three. Good. It, it's 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 Independence Day. It's Men in Black. Okay. And it's Gemini Man. If you saw that, <laughs> I did not. I, I couldn't think of a third good movie, so it doesn't matter. You can uh, you can stick Wild West. You can, you can stick whatever. What what was that movie he did that absolutely flopped with his son? It had like eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It was Rotten like a, Kid. No, no. 
Uh, it was like a futuristic movie. They were flying on like hang gliders and stuff. And were, like, oh yeah. Suits. I don't even know. It's that bad. I, I remember it, but I can't even think of the name. He did that movie too, where he was like the NFL doctor. I I thought about. Oh yeah. Did you I, see I that one? Loved, I no, no. I don't watch. I, I knew like I yeah exactly. He's that guy did you that ever... puts seats. Like people go see his movies, and they're always bad though. So you just cast yeah. them, and you're gonna make money. Yeah, yeah. But the movie's not gonna turn out that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Wait, let's do. Let's do Suicide Squad for the third movie. Oh. Men in Black, Independence Day, Suicide Squad. I haven't watched Independence Day in forever, but yeah, I'm gonna say that's my favorite. Men in Black, I loved as a child. I really did love the first movie as a kid. So I'm gonna go with that number two. And then Suicide Squad number three. Not not that it's his fault. <laughs> not that it's yeah. his and I don't even think Suicide Squad is as awful as people make it out to be. But it just is Did you ever watch the Good. Did you ever watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air? It's very sparing. Like when it, I, when I thought it about happened, making that the third. When it happens to be on and I really like Yeah. Just I was somebody else was watching it and I happened to be there. Okay, so for the songs we're doing, getting jiggy with it. <laughs> we're doing Wild West. Do you remember that song? Yeah. I- I'm sure half of our audience is like, what the hell is he talking about at this point? <laughs> and we're doing Switch. I don't even know what that song is. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. You should put it on <laughs> after, though. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, man, that top to it. I thought you were going to put just the two of us in there, which was a terrible song. <laughs> Do you remember that song? <laughs> They're all bad. Yeah, I know. They're all bad. Well, I, was, I, I thought about putting um, Parents Just Don't Understand. Oh, God. But, or, the, or the Fresh Pin, Prince theme song. Yeah. Um, that's actually probably his best song. It's the Fresh Prince theme song. Yeah. I'd say... No, I think, I think Summertime. Summertime is the only one that I think is actually... You this can is, listen this to. is stressing me out because I feel like I'm like... Every answer is the wrong answer. Yeah. I'm going to go with Wild West as the the best of the three. <laughs> okay. Getting jiggy with his numbers and switch, which I believe I heard at least once, but I can't recall. Oh, my God. It's it the is worst. It's the, yeah. the worst. You, you just hate everything switch. Yeah, that's, I should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that, but that's good. Uh, so now we have recommendations. So I'll go first since you lead the charge and rank them. Uh, yeah. I've, I've said this a few times on this show, but Splitgate has a new season. And every time I play this game, I go back and play it. It's so good. It's like Halo with a portal mechanic. And it's so clever. I really miss those small competitive FPSs. You know, arena-style maps, two teams of four. Uh, the weapons are so satisfying. And the clever portal thing just creates really awesome plays and possibilities and just high IQ gameplay. And it really deserves, it's free on Steam and it really deserves so much more attention. So that's what I want to recommend. Uh, Splitgate Season 3 just launched. Go play it. Uh, it deserves your time and attention. What do you got? Um, don't uh, I guess I'll just throw... Don't listen to Will Smith. Don't. No, that's a big mistake. Um, I think I'm going to put a plug out to uh, Unsolved, which is a YouTube series that I watch. 
Unsolved on uh, BuzzFeed Network. They're, they just started season seven, so like Unsolved Mystery. I I just yeah yeah it's really cool. Um, it, it's 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 like a group of guys. It's just two guys like us basically. Uh, great great show. Go support it. You know, small small time operation. Is it like go, like go mysteries like that? What it is? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's mysteries all sorts. Usually crimes. Sometimes they're not even sure if it's a crime or, or what, what the deal is. Um, well, it's not but, that show that we listened to on the way to PAX, right? Without that, I think it was a girl who had been murdered, and they thought it was like the brother or something. Uh, I can't remember if we listened to they were it like, on the way They to thought PAX. they were like buried under a house. The guy like got the case no, reopened. No, that, I should recommend that, but that'll be, that'll be for next week. Okay. <laughs> All right, so time for some Godspeed stories. Uh, Obsidian is reportedly working on a sequel to The Outer Worlds, which we now figure will probably be... Uh, well, I don't know. This isn't Bethesda. So do you think The Outer Worlds sequel will be Xbox exclusive? Yes. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> I never played... I, I Absolutely. Still, I still didn't play this, and I probably never will. But I've heard good things. You know... Uh, it's How just many open the world RPGs does Obsidian need to make, though? For God's sakes. I don't know. Well, and that's the thing I'm worried about is, you know, now that now that they have Bethesda and, and Obsidian. I mean, look look at Disavowed and, and Elder Scrolls. Do you and really Fallout need? and the Outer Worlds. And and Fable. And Fable. I mean, you got like three games trying to inhabit the same space. That's five. Because you know they're well, not gonna let Fallout. Well, oh, yeah, but three of them are, are fantasy based. Yeah. Or you know. Yeah. First person. Well, I guess Fable. Four of them. Be first person. But. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. The L.A. Lakers won the 2020 NBA championship. It closed out shortly after our, our last show. Do you want to fire some divisive shot like all of the sports industry has has here over the past week? I got nothing. Right. I got nothing from. Congratulations, LeBron! To the LA congrats, you did it. You didn't look choke. Didn't choke. Uh, TikTok competitor Triller, it's like literally almost a copy of TikTok. Uh, is, is it working Triller, like Triller, but without the eight. Yeah. And this is the platform that Trump recently joined to try to piss off TikTok. Is <laughs> <laughs> talking about issuing an IPO. Is this an IPO that you're gonna buy? I don't know. Maybe. I think it's gonna. I don't know. I think it's gonna. I'll have to see the product. I feel like I'm. It sucks. uh, It sucks. Yeah. I've used it. It It sucks. Well, you know, they brought back Vine under a different name. Um, That didn't go anywhere either. But yeah, I'm on there too. I I think it's gonna be really hard to displace TikTok at this point. Agreed. Rockstar bought Ruffian, the developers of Crackdown 2, and they helped with Crackdown 3, and renamed them Rockstar Dundee. Do you think this is an effort to increase their output, or to just try to make more more content for the one game? Like, do you think Rockstar will put out more than one game this gen, or are we stuck with just, just well, GTA 6 for the next 10 years? Um... Well, let's let's see if they can even put out one game this gen. They haven't they haven't crossed that threshold. I'm not sure they can do it. We got Red Dead Two this gen. That was it. 
Well, yeah, the last gen. Yeah. But I mean, for the coming gen, we yeah. don't know. We don't know that they're going to release even a single game. Yeah, I mean, they were they were one game for the entire generation. And well, they um, they made tons of new content for GTA Five, which released the previous gen. Yeah, and then they forced Sony to show off GTA Five on <laughs> PlayStation when they're when they're yeah when they're revealing the PlayStation Five, which was kind of funny since the game came out on the PlayStation Three. Yeah, that's what I was um, gonna say. I love that stat that the PlayStation Two had three Grand Theft Autos, and now the latest Grand Theft Auto has had three PlayStation. <laughs> that's yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I hope maybe they'll make a new game. Maybe they'll make a new Max Payne. You know, God forbid. I would love that. Love it. I know the the, the third Max Payne game it's is great. so good. I know. It, once I finished playing it, I was like, how have they not made a new game? I remember looking series? at Max Payne 3. Because remember they revealed that he had like a new look and like a Hawaiian shirt on. And I was like, yeah. I don't know about this. You know, I think they yeah. might have ruined it. And then I played it and I was like, wow. Like they really did a great job with, with this all across the board. And it's like, you know, what is Rockstar I don't, doing? I don't even think Rockstar, I, did Rockstar develop the third one? It's take two. Well, it. yeah, I think they did, didn't they? I have no idea. Yeah, like, Remedy, Remedy developed the first two, and yeah. Remedy's not, you know, has nothing to do with them anymore. Well, all their studios are like Rockstar North, Rockstar Canada, Rockstar well, whatever. Has other, they do have other studios. Yeah, but it seems like now everybody gets the Rockstar moniker when they, own, when they sign up. It seems like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I hope they make a fourth one, though. I would love that. And and again, that's a game that I think you can make in a few years and release well, yeah. and move on. You but what games? Build. The only thing they're going to do for remember. the rest of their life is going to be Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. Well, yeah, I think maybe they will be a support studio because, yeah. I mean, let's look at what they made, what they've made in recent history. They made, like, Master Chief, Master Chief Collection. Yeah, they supported. And I, I, they supported, and uh, some other game that was what was their other claim to fame? They only have like two claim to fame, so neither one is that great. Crackdown, Crackdown three and Crackdown two, and I, yeah. I think they were in support roles for those. I think they made so, they made two, but then they yeah. supported for three. Yeah, well, let's let's just say neither two one was exactly, accepted well. Making two, yeah, it wasn't exactly a resume builder. No, no, two was a. Three didn't do that well, but two was considered like a bomb. Turd. Uh, George Miller announced the Mad Max spinoff, Furiosa, which people have been asking for since the last one came out. But it's without Charlize Theron in the main role, and Chris Hemsworth is in it. So I don't know. Any excitement for this? Uh, um, no, not really. No. How about you? I don't know. Were you feeling the Fury Road? I, I watched it. I liked it in general, but I didn't quite. I didn't fall in love with it like so many people did. Like I watched it, yeah. like yeah, this is okay. this is pretty good, you know. And that that was yeah. It. Uh, Dexter is returning on Showtime, fall twenty twenty one, a year from now, out of nowhere. Did you watch Dexter? Did you ever? No, watch that but show? I've heard I've heard so many good things about it. The first four maybe seasons that should be good. Maybe, maybe that should be your recommendation, part two. Just stop 
just stop it for the fourth season. It goes way bad. Horrible. So and it, the it's ending, like Game of Thrones. The final season has to be... The ending of that show has to be one of the worst endings I've ever watched. Everybody hates it. So... Some people think they're going to retcon basically like the final four seasons. <laughs> just That's what this new season's going to do. It's just going to say, oh, well, those never happened. Okay, so what if what if they made a new Game of Thrones and did that? Retcon the final and just like season. retcon season, season eight. Would you watch that? You know, I got thinking about this. And like, you know, I think you said something about it. I think it was via text. That, you know, some of the dumb things you can accept. But, you know, there's so much. And, and like... I agree, like, I didn't, I wasn't in love with the idea that Bran was the king in the end, but I could accept yeah. it. Like, that, yeah. that was, and you know, it was part of George's outline, and, you know, I, I, I don't know, I think they poisoned that well, not, not, Ooh. not poisoned, but that level of hype, they'll never be able to achieve that level of excitement again, where you were just so excited for that show, where it's going, yeah. and... If they start it over, lots of people will watch, myself included, but it would just feel like starting over. You know, like it wouldn't yeah. be as exciting. No. Yeah, you're right. They could never get back to lightning in a bottle. No, no. Not not to that level. Uh, Rogue Company released a Dr. Disrespect map and skin. You can play as Dr. Disrespect in this in this game. Uh, and it, it is absolute perfection. Like, I have never seen a map with this level of attention to detail built around, a, like, a singular theme like this. And it got me thinking, like, why don't more multiplayer games do that? Like, build a map around, like, a particular popular theme. Like, anything. Because it's for those for the fans of that property, whatever it is. Let's say a Game of Thrones map. Uh, there's so much inspiration to draw from. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, you're gonna go play that game. Yeah. What What would be your dream, you know, property collection? That a Zelda, oh. Zelda first person shooter man. High God, there's so many, so many you could pick from. Uh, for what game are we talking about? Any, just any just game a, or pick a multiplayer game? Yeah, Halo or. Whatever, Smash. Smash pulls. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of crossovers. Um, do you remember when Forza and Lego had the crossover? I'd rather not. <laughs> but I mean, it's there's a lot of interesting crossovers that they could still do. Um, I, I think I'd want a, a Rick and Morty crossover. That'd be good. That'd be brilliant. With uh, with like Viva pinata or something something very off the wall but that's like, a property where any game that does it you're gonna catch all those rick and morty fans very smart yeah they're gonna yeah. come play your game and, and and it would be so easy because rick and morty you know they they go from universe to universe you do so anything be so yeah. yeah it'd be so easy to explain why um but it would have to be something really off the wall and and, and just Bonker. funny like yeah yeah where it would make almost no sense for them yeah. either uh, the next Overwatch League season is set to begin in April 2021, uh, which is later than normal. So people are speculating that that is the release date of Overwatch 2. It does not have a release date yet. Do you think... Hey, is, it over, is it Overwatch 2 really just Overwatch 1? Yes and no. 
So it is a separate game. Uh, but you can play. It's it's kind of complicated. It's unnecessarily complicated. <laughs> but I was gonna ask if how how many. What do you think the future of Overwatch League is, or if does it have a future? I know you're gonna say no. Uh, you think it's gonna I die out? I yeah. I don't know. Esports e is a tough, tough business. It's it's so tough to keep your game, uh, you know, well, interesting it for perfect. for. Yeah, um, but How I don't know. Maybe it's the genre. It Do you think it's yeah Counter Strike? I mean, the staying power of Counter Strike is, is truly remarkable. Yeah, that game, that game is truly lightning in a bottle. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about that game. Well, I think it's it just the stays evergreen. That, and you know what's so weird? This is both its strength and its weakness to me. It has been. I know there's new. There's been iterations with different engines and so on. But it has been the same game since 2001 or whatever. Like this, it's the same maps, uh, the same weapons, and I think that's part of this. They just nailed it the first time. Those maps were so good. Those weapons, the gunplay is so iconic and classic. It's like, I go back and play it. I stopped playing seriously during, like, Source. Like, you and I played during, like, Source. But yeah. when you go back and you play it, and you start shooting the guns again, it still feels like home. Like, yeah, you yeah. just nail that gameplay. They don't need new yeah. modes every month. They don't need new battle passes and skins and, and, and that's there are tons of skins but people don't play it just because of that and that's the thing is it's it's such a simple game yeah and they they really haven't done all that much to it no. and they don't have to and it just it just stays interesting for when for was the reason. last time you heard about a breakout new counter-strike like yeah. when, when other or, games when other games get or new a new mode or a new mode well they made that battle royale mode for it like a year ago and it was terrible um, yeah. but like, yeah, like other, but they games, never, other games, they never released, added like a, a capture the flag, right. Or, or something no, like that. No, it's still that same, same yeah. thing. I mean, there's like mods, and, you know, custom yeah. lobbies and stuff, but, um, that's the thing. Other games release new maps and like people get like so thirsty for new maps, you know, every like month or two or three months from other games, they, they're demanding new content, new characters with Counter-Strike. It's just like persistent like counter-strike like i don't yeah. know it's crazy makes me want to play it just thinking about it actually <laughs> i know, I, I, know. Go... I was thinking maybe i'll just get off and, and play. you know the only thing i'd play is like dust two or often like that's all i could think exactly of. that's all i would do. no the only the only level i ever play now is dust two yeah you know, that's it yeah the other ones don't even matter no they don't even exist all right, coming soon. Two big things this week. Uh, Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods DLC releases on Tuesday. I'll be streaming it. Uh, and then Stadia has a three-day event this week called Good Stuff. They literally called this event Good Stuff. And they're promising good announcements. Do you have any predictions for what they could announce? Exclusives? Do you think they got any, any big exclusives? I want to say... I, I'm, I'm nope. scared. I'm scared. They that would not be Capcom. good stuff. They bought Capcom. That, that, that would not be good stuff. <laughs> they have bought Nintendo and are immediately shutting them down. For the that would be very good. bad stuff. Very, yeah. Uh, it's scary. But it's three days, so I'm... I'm do you think they'll actually... 
do you think they'll actually deliver anything that you would call good stuff? You know, they have a game that I'm actually interested in, to be honest, but it's it's called like Outcasters or something like that. Um, but I I I don't know. I I who the hell knows? I <laughs> I would be shocked if I saw something this week that from Stadia that really made me go, oh crap! I really got to play that. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I, I kind of hope. Believe me, I would love to be shocked. I, I hope there is something there that makes me go, yeah, I want to try Stadium. Yeah. Now. But I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a believer. I'm not no. a believer. No. Oh, oh, by the way, I almost forgot. Xbox announced an Xbox Fan Fest event that is this Friday. It starts this Friday. And this is kind of like their new XO type thing. And I know last year it was really underwhelming. But because the next-gen consoles are about to launch. Do you think they'll bring anything exciting to this? I kind of want to say no, but... No, I'm not expecting much. No. I, I wish they would. No. Like, like at an event like cool. this, this is where they could announce something, something... No, something hype, like the Halo multiplayer is going to launch separately. Yeah. Uh, just show us... Okay. Or even just show a trailer for Halo multiplayer, because we've seen nothing yeah. from it. It yeah. can't be that hard to put together a trailer for Halo Infinite's multiplayer. Like, it wouldn't excite Frankie, though. It wouldn't excite Frankie. No. No, Frank's not down. He thinks it's dead. Uh, and, you know, it's funny, too, because those old Halo maps, they always come back. You know, those iconic maps that you could play on a million times. Just like Counter-Strike. Blood Gulch always comes back. You know, like all those yeah. Halo 1 maps always somehow, with every Halo game, come back. And you could play on them forever. They never get old. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the mark. That's the mark of a great game. You know, yeah. like when you could play the same thing for 20 years, and it's when, still fun. When I hear Halo Infinite, and I know Master Chief Collection basically is that, so I don't know why I, I need to ask for this. It makes no sense. I could just go play it on Master Chief Collection. But yeah. uh, I would love to see some of those old school maps come back in Halo Infinite, too. Because it's infinite. You know, it's supposed to go you on know, for 10 you, years. You Blood Gulch will be to. there. If Blood Gulch you know, isn't there, I will cry to. foul. You know they're going to be there. Better be. Hear me, hear me, 343. All right. So that's it for God Mode Unlocked, episode 113 slash live 4. Hopefully the VOD... <laughs> uh, Just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it does. Hopefully the VOD like, holds up this time. Rolls off the tongue like the birds. <laughs> that was not a good reference, but... They made it in there, so. All right, well, I guess that's it for episode 113 of God Mode Unlocked. I can't wait for the Doom DLC. I love Doom so much now. Yeah. Uh, but there's a new music. Well, I see so many, I see so many topics on Reset Era, like Doom Eternal is the most disappointing game. That same thread has been kicking around for some reason for like six months. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, it it demands that you play at a certain pace. And I think people, some people, the boomers, don't like that. They don't like that yeah. you got to, you know, be sweating with your blood pumping, you know, from start to finish. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to lock episode 113. Out. Out. Shut him down. Thanks.